Ladies and gentlemen, please now make welcome... Low IQ and no teeth, the Big Footy Collingwood podcast. My name's Dominic, and with my team of Collingwood Tragics, we're going to go through the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and all of the bizarre crap in between. And talk about crap. We're coming off a four-point loss to Melbourne on Queen's birthday. One of the most frustrating games I can remember in a long time. A game filled with turnovers with some of the most bizarre umpiring decisions you're ever likely to see and uh it just the emotional roller coaster that finished on the wrong side yeah. so in light of a game that was really frustrating i'm going to uh, introduce the team and ask them what their most frustrating moment of the game was we'll start with the person on my right we just picked her up from the mcg she spent the last 24 hours in her seat booing <laughs> bianca <laughs> Oh, look, it, there was a lot of frustrating moments throughout the game. The third quarter pissed me off, you know, immensely. Melbourne picked it up. We, we have to pay credit to them. Their pressure increased. But those, those free kicks in the last quarter, I don't even know what holding the ball means anymore. He's gone to Casey during the week to get his jumper personally signed by the great Chris Mayne, Louis. <laughs> um, and, you know, ever since he's been playing great football, so keep going, man. You're doing really well. Um, no, no, no. Um, look, yeah, I don't even know what to say. It was really, it was really um, depressing seeing us go down like that. I know the boys, um, it took a toll on the boys. Just seeing them, the way they were on the field, lying on the ground, it looked like we just lost a final and it felt like that as well. Um, one of the most disappointing, uh, not disappointing moments, but like one moment that really ticked me off is when um, Taylor Adams, you know, he put it up in front, in front of, uh, Degoe and Degoe missed the mark and I just thought that had to be taken or something to come yeah, of that was... for us to get even a scoring chance yeah. but um, yeah nothing else he likes to get as high as Jeremy Howe Mikey hey hey um, <laughs> what pissed me off most of the game but I think <laughs> something yeah. that I think really pissed me off was Josh Smith <laughs> I gave the man some high praise last week for having a ripper game and everything he touched turned to shit yesterday so that's it fair enough too he's turned to social media and the internet to try and make sense of what was a senseless result Andrew Saliba yes I uh, did my most disappointing moment of the game on the weekend um, was uh, I bought a burger I took it to the seat and I was so excited that I was bragging about it with you. Yeah. And then I was eating my chips and then I unveiled the burger and um, I bought chicken nuggets. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was the funniest thing. And we weren't sitting close either. No, we were no. up in the, the nosebleeds. Right <laughs> we had to travel back. like 10 minutes down the stairs to get a burger. <laughs> yeah. So I ate them and they were horrible. But while, while laughing at him for doing that, I I, mis- I placed my beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I placed my beer below underneath me, and I was laughing at Andrew. And I was like eating my wrap, and I was like, "Oh, this is the best!" And I kicked my beer. Uh, <laughs> I was so upset. Lost a like twelve dollar beer. Yeah, mid strength, midi too. Now, look, the same old adage: umpires don't win or lose your games, etc., etc. But they did. Let's be clear. They did. They did. Yes. When the game was there to be won and lost. We've—I didn't know what the rules. I'm not sure if the holding the ball rule has changed in the in the Apparently, last week. Apparently, you don't have to have prior opportunity, or 
Yeah, you just need to get tackled. Even if your yeah. arms are yeah. bent, it's just yeah. give it away. Yeah. The oh, most yeah. bizarre, like it was, we were laughing. It got to a stage where we were just laughing. I didn't laugh. And, <laughs> <laughs> we were swearing. I was abusing a lot of other people. The remote <laughs> almost went through the TV for me. Uh, Mikey, talk me through, what was the worst unborn decision for you? In a uh, game filled with them. Yeah, well, it's hard to pick one out, but I think it was the last quarter, maybe. I think it was on our 50 arc. It was Greenwood that got tackled, I think. I mm, picked yeah. up... Picked it up within 0.5 of a second, had four guys grab him, pin his arms. Oh. I don't know what he's supposed to do when he gets called for holding the ball. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then Melbourne get it, swing it down the other end immediately, and. Yeah, that whole prior opportunity just yeah. gone. Like, and I mean, that we, we had the same tackle on a Melbourne player, what, like 30 seconds, 30 seconds down later. the track, and nothing, yep. called, nothing called at all. It always seemed to happen when we had momentum. Mm. Like, so when we were right on top of the game, when we had control, there'd be a free kick that would swing it. Mm. Yep. I haven't seen a game. I, I think we talked about it before, maybe one or two Melbourne goals just through genuine Melbourne good play. Yep. The rest of the time it was our turnovers yep. and their, and free kicks. Yeah. I, got, I got a lot of this out in the morning, so I'm not as angry now. Um, I checked into a psychiatrist and, you know, had, uh, did a lot of breathing exercises before, um, which is a little gay. But um, now that we're here, I can say that, like, I'm usually okay with losing to a team that's better than us. Right? If we lost yeah. by 100 points, I can accept that because, you know, we got beaten. Yeah. But we should have won that. We were coming and we had that, like, that was, that was our, like, there's nothing that stopped us other than the umpires, really. They yeah. stole the momentum. Yeah. They, they were robbed. And they, they gave them gold. They handed yeah. them gold. They handed them gold. Yeah. I, I guess, like, I feel, like, a part of me feels like we should, like, we gave up the 28 point lead, though. That yeah. was, that was, that third quarter, third quarter, that third quarter really killed us. But we were, I think, like, all of us watching it at the game together, we were having so much fun off that first half. Like, I wasn't really, like, paying that much attention to the third quarter. I didn't even realise until they'd, they'd got they, up. It was yeah, unreal. It was, like, 71 to 79. Yeah. 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 I was confident the whole time until they hit the yes. front. Like, where yeah. the hell did yeah. this come from? Yeah. After yeah. half time, Melbourne went back into the rooms and they came out with 10 times more pressure. Yeah. They were using the ball a lot better. Yeah. And we just couldn't stop them. Our yeah. spread after half time was disappeared. Terrible. Yeah. Melbourne yeah. were running everywhere, and we just got, just got guys just yeah. cantering through. The, the run up the back flank just stopped Gone. completely. Yeah. yeah, we just went to that stagnant. And every bullshit. when we were dominating the second quarter, the attack off the back line was incredible. Amazing. Yep. It yeah. was Collingwood at its best, like at patches in the first quarter, and then the, the second, second quarter was, and we started to kick straight finally. Yep. Yeah. Something fancy, we've been talking about all year. Fancy <laughs> kicking straight and still bloody and losing. losing. Yeah. yeah. It was. I mean the. The fact that they scored 104 against us, I mean, it's a high score to score against us this season, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, uh, social media post after the game that caught my attention that sort of sums up our feelings by JJ Smitty8. He writes, uh, so in the original post, somebody wrote that, uh, okay, don't blame the umpires, guys. It was, let's just talk about the game. Mm-hmm. He's right. Nah, F the OP. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so mad about a result in a football game in my life. I hate blaming the umpires for a loss. But they are hands down, without a doubt, one of the biggest factors as to why Melbourne were able to hold on. Absolutely disgraceful. I'm even more effing pissed because that's just how it is. The umpires will trundle on home, all proud of themselves at how good they were today, and no one will question them. Yeah, we effed up at times too. But you can't sit there and say we only had ourselves to blame. There was two sets of rules, and F off if you think otherwise. I'm not interested in debating that point with anyone! (laughs) (laughs) And 19 likes, and no one debated it with him. And yeah, yeah, 100%. It's like... I hate complaining about umpires. I really do. Same. And you said to me at three-quarter time, you said, 
you rarely, and uh, Sleeper, you re- yeah. rarely complain about umpires, but you're complaining now. Yeah. It only got worse amazingly. Yeah, yeah it got you know? crazy. Yeah, it did get and worse this year. Yeah. It's crazy because, like. <laughs> it felt like we were playing two teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. It did. Right. <laughs> Talk about the villain of the day for me. The guy who was sent back in time as a turnover machine <laughs> to ruin that game for us, Josh Smith. Oh, <laughs> Talk to, he had a great game against Fremantle, and yeah. every single thing he touched turned to shit. Was he. Yeah. Was he Put back into the in time in Josh Smith's body, or was that another person out there? It was a machine built <laughs> <laughs> by the Melbourne Football Club in the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, I um, mean, the, every single time he touched it, it was a turnover, a, a free kick against. Yeah. Uh, it was like a hospital. Uh, yeah, hospital handball 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 handball. put someone else in pressure. Yeah, it's usually a decent kick. Every single time it was yeah. a turnover. Yeah, I was. I think he really typified that second half. The other thing I want to bring up before we move on is our midfield dominated the first half off Brody Grundy's domination in the ruck, obviously. Yep. yep. In the second half, they started to shark his taps. And there was no adjustment. Like, instead of tapping the ball directly to Melbourne, belt it out of this, you know, start belting out of centre clearances. Yep. Get momentum yeah. going. There was no shift. Mm. It was it was frustrating. Yeah, that's a good point. Do Collingwood need a rucking coach? They don't have one? We've never had one. It's, the rucking coach is apparently Anthony Rocker. <laughs> I'm serious. One of the Jeez. great ruckmen yeah. who we love. <laughs> but, uh, it's uh, look. I, I don't know how you can go from looking like millionaires in the second quarter to mm. what we looked like in the third quarter. Mm. And I, I just want to bring out that um, I thought Ramsey should have been selected yeah. for the game. I think instead of Langdon, instead of Langdon, yeah. and Ramsey played really well in the VFL. He had what twenty eight disposals for the day, but there were all there was thirteen hand passes, ten kicks. Like yeah. he had a bit blind eye. It was really good. There was something wrong with the back half balance. We looked slow. We that also looked slow. at times, even though Melbourne had got a small forward line, we just there wasn't the right matchups. We didn't have a matchup for Petrarca. But no one he no. was running a mark. Yeah. Um Watts had Jeremy Howe on him which Obviously, Watts. You know what? Watts is the hero, but he did oh, stuff. Oh, we did made him look good. He did. Yeah. Last he did stuff all for the yeah. whole day. He kicked the last goal, and he's the hero. The last How goal was... was a big mistake. Hoskin Elliott should have run up should towards him, yeah. and he just stayed back. He, kept on, he didn't trust yeah. the gun to pick up the player, and yeah. it cost us a, a very easy goal. It was horrible watching that unfold. Yeah, like you see it happening. Mm. and just like couldn't make nah. couldn't make a decision. And you nah. know what I hated about it as well. And this is a more personal thing. It's because Melbourne supporters. Are the worst. Yeah. How bad are they? Yeah. They're like, they're like. I mean, it's same with like the Dale Thomas thing. Like when he kicked the winning goal, we didn't oh. do anything all day. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's redemption for what's yeah. oh, in your face, Collingwood. We won Queen's birthday, and we're just like, well, it's just another game for us, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not that big a deal for us. Every, us. it feels like every week we're playing a team where it's their grand final. Yeah. Like playing Collingwood is their, grand, their grand final. final. Yeah, and I'm getting sick of it. It's, well, yeah, I don't even want to play Queens. Every team likes to knock us off because they <laughs> like to beat us. But yeah. this well, is the atmosphere we create. About Queens' birthdays, it's never been our home game. We always have to give it to Melbourne because they're yeah. a freaking pauper club. Yeah, we have to give them the home the home crowd advantage as well. Yep. Um, we'll I talk think about, when it comes to Melbourne, though, they're they're statistically like the best pressure side in the team in the in the league. Buckley yeah. pointed that out. In yeah, he press did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they they came out in the third quarter at four turnovers, good and they yeah. turned they, they turned up much the pressure. Better. They were good. Yeah. They were good. They side. were really good, man. Their clearances, they it's thirty five all. We smashed them a hit out sixty five and fourteen. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we should have killed him in clearances because of that. Yeah, yeah exactly they, right. We're sitting at five and seven. This was the the one. If we go six, six and six, the difference between six and six and five and seven feels enormous. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. I feel more game. hurt after this game than I have after any game this year. One hundred percent. Are we? 
Are we done with finals? Or is there still a faint hope? Obviously, there might be a faint hope, but is that the one that we needed to win? Is that the the, the one we'll look back on and go, Well, you were the game? one that was talking about the role. You yeah, well, put everything what? on the role. What do yeah. you think? I think that one hurt. That one really hurt me. Well, yeah. from this is, I mean, you guys are all optimists and I'm the pessimist. But let me tell you this, despite that, um, we're seven losses, right? We could probably handle 10 losses and still make the finals. We'll be 12 and 10. So, I mean, it makes it tough to only lose three in the next upcoming games. We probably won't. But, um, you know, I mean, this is one of the harder games in the fixture against Melbourne. You don't think this is a decider? I think it might be. Yeah. I think it might be, but... You know, I mean... It's one of those games, like this in the GWS game, like when they have them stolen from you, they hurt so they much hurt more. Because it changes the whole year. Yeah. Um, look, obviously the run home is a little bit easier. If you look forward to the fixture, the run home is a little bit easier than the run that we've had so far. Yep. Um, but, look, I, we have to beat Port. And have I didn't want to have to beat Port, but now we have to beat Port. Are we playing Port here, or is it over there? It's here. Over here. And they it's lost here. to Brisbane. I think yeah. it, yeah. I must think it win gives game. us a much They've, better shot playing in here. They've bet us four out of the last five times they we've played them. But yeah. I, think we can, I think we can still win. We'll have Reed back, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Or Varko. Yeah, Varks as yeah. well. I've been dying to have Varks back. Yeah. Yeah. Could be Goldsack's yeah. gut. So that will be our good decisions out of the back line. We'll get some clearances out of our back line pretty cleanly, I think. I think Reed will have to, when he comes back, he'll have to play in the back line because 100%. Port have a pretty tall forward line. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they do. But we um, need him off the half back though. He just the way he kicks the ball, we just we need that. Exactly yeah. right. Absolutely need mm. it. Um, the debutante. We've been waiting all year for a debutante, and Callum Brown played his first game. Gavin's son. Uh, how do we see the? How do we see him play, Louis? What do you think? I think that um, some mixed mixed emotions about um, Callum Brown personally. I think that watch well, when I was at the game watching him, he did a f- he did a few mistakes. He sh- he did like so to speak. He shat himself a couple of times. Every time he got the ball, <laughs> mm. but then you know listening to Buckley talk about him, he was at and and seeing the game, he was at the bottom of the packs. You know this is a this yeah, is a kid. Cracked him. Um, he was getting smashed from the you know the bigger guys. I like that. And the thing about him is apparently he's you know he's gutsy, he's courageous, and he's um he wins the hard ball gets. So. Yeah. yeah. I think that there are some positives, but I think I need a couple more games to judge yeah. this guy's yeah. going to be in the team. I, I, I think you can't deny that the effort is there and yep. the skills will improve. I've, yep. I've definitely seen some worse debuts, especially yeah, on I, Queen's birthday. He looked like he wanted to give it away as soon as he got it. And it's one of those yeah. things that he looked like he was short of the pace of the game, Yeah, but he found the footy. Like, he got 16 touches. 16 yeah. touches. Uh, he he didn't really waste it a lot. Like, his handball, like, he's, he wasn't most too. of the time he was good, but he looked for the handball instead of taking the kick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing for me is I looked for just give me a game that I don't have to see Jared Blair <laughs> and he did everything that Blair would do in, in, but it's his first game of football Yeah. so hopefully I hope they persist with him and give him another few games I think they will I think they'll give him another Agreed. chance yeah. mm. are we done with the game? Are we the post-mortem is there anything else that we need to discuss before oh I've we... got a little thing Salib's uh, turned, turned his, um, his opinion over on Phillips did you not? No. Yeah, you did. No, I said I'm there indifferent was still. One point where he was like, "I love Philly on the snap." Yeah, <laughs> as Philip was kicking a goal, oh, he, he said, snap. "No yeah. doubt." He, said, he did say, "I like no him doubt. on the snap." Andrew yells out, "On the snap!" <laughs> as he's kicking the goal, that was I, a nice was goal. That was like goal, the, the cap off. The, it was a great yeah. goal. It was like a yeah. slow mo. Even the crocker goal was quite good too on yeah. the ground. That's right. The, yeah. yeah. But um, I think my goal of the day would have been Fozzie's first one. Solo. Get yeah. around him. Yeah. 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 Ye
get around him about six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. You guys kept laughing. Yeah, yeah I know. I kept on laughing. <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing it. I wasn't in the realm. Yeah. Uh, Talk about Solo. I thought he was admirable. Um, yeah. It took, you know, he started the game with that great mark on the wing. Look, he didn't get a lot of the ball, but when he did, he kicked it nicely. Yep. He yeah. played his role. Um, look, hopefully he can stay in the side and keep doing that. Okay, he looks like a decent forward when he's actually kicking straight. He, yeah. He and so he he's go. kicked two goals straight, including the one from the boundary line, the last kick of the day. That was mm. nice. Um, if he has those games where he gets 10, 15 touches and kicks straight, we go, how good is he? Yeah. yeah. Has the same game where he kicks two goals four and we're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Another... So we're going to need him with Elliot out. Another Definitely. mentionable moment. How's how's Mark? Oh, yes. Mark of the year. Mark of the year, obviously. It Mark makes of the year. It, it just makes it makes me think. Holy shit! This guy is elite. He deserves oh, to be in this whole really team. Yeah. You looked at me. Yeah, you looked at me yeah. and you said, "Man, it's just like you expected to happen." I'm like, "Hey, have a look at this." And you just <laughs> turned around and he did it again. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> so sweet that it came against Melbourne as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Herald Sun needed two pages to, to print it today. Yeah, yeah, it was, awesome they needed two. Oh, yeah. They needed the front page yeah. and the back page to get it, it all in. I think oh, wow. it, that's, that says something that, like, from the losing yeah. side, you know, we got. That. I think yeah. got so high Andrew though. Walker's oh, marker was better though for Carlton. <laughs> oh yeah, I oh, like five or six years ago. You yeah, the lost Andrew Cracker. Ah, okay. Yeah, you remember that? I think it's pretty. The reason I bring that up is because it's a little bit similar because it's a chess mark, Specky. On top of a right on top of, of one player, player. yeah. Tom McDonald is a key position player. Big his guy. feet were above his head, yeah. Mm. And you he see, was... you actually see Jeremy Howe go up. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. He, he, he pushed him up, ride, yeah. And he didn't land on his feet like he tried to, but he was so yeah. high up in the air. He he, lost... Yeah. The thing about Speckies though is they look better if you land awkwardly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you yeah. land it well, it just looks easy. Look, if anyone yeah. knows what they're doing... He makes it look easy. He does. Yeah. It's, he does. it's how. He makes yeah. it look easy every He's been every doing it every week. We've been waiting for the mark of the year one. And uh, this, was this, the mark is, this, this is the mark of the year. This is definitely his best. It's obviously going to be mark of the year. He'll probably top it before the end of the year. There's no Gary Moorcroft anymore to take it away from him. It's definitely going to be mark of the year. I thought that was the best mark I've ever seen in my life, the tarot mark. Yeah. Oh, I get Darwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah look, that was in the wet. That yeah. Was yeah, way better than Morkov because he took it over three Melbourne players. You know what? <laughs> that Tarrant picture, that Tarrant mark looks better in a picture format. It does so yeah. much better in the picture format. It looks crazy because everyone's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like three people high. Yeah. yeah. Before we move to the votes, what do we think of Scharenberg's game? His uh, third game back. Um, he took some amazing intercept marks. The, he's starting to get the pace of the game where you think, hang on a second. Mm. This is the guy that we've been hearing about for the last three or four years. And then, obviously, the mistakes followed. The turnover in the, in the back oh, line. Just, yeah. The kicking off the one lazy foot. Kick. The la- it was lazy a lazy kick. kick. Yeah. And I think, obviously, he's got to get fitter. He needs a, a full preseason, but he looks slow on occasions as well. Is that the kick that just like dribbled out of, out of no, bounds? He just sort of thing, or? kicked it. He tried to kick it over a Melbourne Basically player's head, and he player. kicked it straight oh, to him. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He had body two of him. He was yeah. sitting here. He had two yeah. here. Yeah. In, it was, in, was it in the last, the third quarter the third, when they the had third third all the momentum? Yeah. Third, yeah, when they had the momentum, we just handed it back to him time Look, and time again. Kids are going to make mistakes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you have to live with it. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, on, I don't think you can play Langdon, Jeremy Howe, and Sharonberg in the same team. They're all tall and separate. Completely agree with that. Yeah. 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 And Langdon, I think Langdon yeah. was very lucky to play. I mm. I didn't think uh, he was ready. He was not up to the pace. And um, I don't think he's improved here. much. Yeah. I, it's the same play that we've seen play throughout the years. He gets scared yeah. when he gets yeah, the ball. Yeah, he just is... looks so lethargic. He just casually Laconic. goes yeah. a bit. Laconic, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. 
And he, I all read at the start of his career that he had designs on playing midfield. Ah, uh, maybe he needs to move <laughs> positions, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, hey, you made actually like, try it. Give him a, give him a shot. Yeah, well, I mean, why not? He's Penderbury's height, isn't he? He's like a tall, yeah, true. tall midfielder. He's got to get clean with the ball. And I, I think he's going to be a bit quicker to, to mix with our midfielders. Yeah. And he's got to stop mm. looking like a deer in headlights every time he gets the ball. He's under pressure no handballs just as somebody else under pressure. Just like, mm. come on, mate. Yeah. The, whole, the whole side was doing that. Yeah, though. they always. It's, it's easy to point out one or two players, but if you look and at the third quarter, it's, it's hard to, to point out good players. And he would have been rusty because this is his yeah. first game yeah. back. You've got to give him a little bit of a. Yeah. Leeway we gave Scharenberg yeah. leeway and mm. all the rest of them. Yeah, so. All right. Exactly. So we've put a line through quite a few players. Before we go to Louis' vote. Winner of the North Smith Medal for 2010 is Scott Emberley. Welcome. Um, we like to. We were just um, saying last week that we're going to change up the votes to a different kind of scoring system. Um, we're going to go uh, the best performer from the back line, the best performer from the midfield, and the best performer from the forward line. And what do they win, Don? They win a new car <laughs> purchased by Bianca. She's going to a new Mazda six. I'm going to start walking to work. Two thousand seventeen <laughs> Mazda six, sponsored by Bianca and Mikey. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, yeah. guys, for doing that for Threw him under the bus, then. Donating the car. Um, um, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you said yes, but... Uh, if they can't get the car, I have a pack of Chewy in my car. Didn't yeah. you say they win the Presti Award, which means, like, they just don't get anything? <laughs> the Presti on ground. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Presti on ground. Yeah. All right, so we're going to start with the forward line. And just the thing about the forward line, I thought that all the forwards did okay. They did their job. You know, there's a few of them that kicked two goals um, each, I think. Uh, Moore kicked two goals, Dugowie, Fasolo, um, and Levi Greenwood. He yeah. um, played pretty good as well. But out of all of them, I, uh, this player stood out the most for me, um, Jordan Dugowie. He just went really hard at the ball, and I knew that he was going to do that. He's done it every week that he's been in the side, even though he's made some mistakes. I'm going to highlight him as the, um, the, the vote for the forward line, guys. Agree. Um, moving on, we'll go to the midfield. And I think this guy, he got the most uh, touches on the ball. And he, he was there in the crucial moments. He also made a few mistakes in the first quarter. I thought, oh, where is this going? But by the, by the half, I think he was sitting at 20 touches and two goals or, or one goal at least. Yeah, so I give him, two. Yeah, yeah, I give him the vote. Uh, and moving on Ooh, to... you didn't say, you didn't um, say um, Well, Steel. <laughs> that was a game, guys. Uh, we all just knew. We yeah, knew. yeah Steel side bottom definitely takes it for the, for the midfielders. Um, moving on to a back line, and I think this guy was a cut above the rest again. I'm going to say how. He really stood up in the fourth quarter. He got... Um, he racked up the disposals in that last 10 minutes, I say, and he really kept a cool head. But I, a special mention to, to, his, um, to his partner in crime... Done. I thought he was amazing. Yeah, again, his courage, again. his courage that he showed, um, and the long kicks to switch the ball from the back line from wing to wing was really good. I liked it from that. Yeah, look, I agree with all three of those, Willie. So uh, thank you. Yeah, First time I've agreed with your votes all year. Well done. Thanks, guys. I knew I'd get it right. <laughs> now, this was a game that uh, riled up the masses like no one else, and the person that captured. The emotion on the internet, on Big Footy, on Twitter, on Facebook, is Andrew Saliba. Who can go to social media with Saliba? All this computer hacking is making me thirsty. I think I'll order a tab. Oh, no time for that now. The computer's starting. 
Oh boy, did I catch it. I caught it so hard. Actually, I only have one post. Um, <laughs> it's by Smokey, and um, Smokey's one of my favourite posters, I've got to admit. I've been on Bigfooty for a while, and he just sort of doesn't give a fuck. Um, and his uh, profile picture is Alan Didak, and sometimes I think this is Alan Didak posting. <laughs> um, so he wrote this, he wrote a whole thread on the Greenwood decision that you mentioned earlier, oh, yeah. and how oh, it was good. shit. And then someone wrote, uh, Supersub17 wrote, yeah, the decision was absolute garbage. But if we have individual threads on each bad decision, we got to, got though, the servers will explode. <laughs> and then, then, then he reply, replies with this. I've been on this site for over 10 years. This is the very first thread I've ever started on a bad decision. Are you and the servers going to be okay with this? <laughs> that's great. And uh, that's why Smokey gets my post of the week. But Well done, Smokey. Um, so earlier in the week, it was all about Kirby mania. Is Kirby going to get selected? And, um, Bianca nipped that in the bud in the podcast. I don't know if you heard, she was like, well, uh, has to lose weight. yeah, she thinks that he's on a three game ban for losing weight. Now, um, she got this information from her cousin, right? Bianca, and I didn't want to believe her. And I got re-indoctrinated in this. Kirby hype like I was like and then I come up with reasons why I shouldn't believe her I was like well Bianca's cousins I know him like you know surely he can't be that reliable like <laughs> if I knew Mel Walden I wouldn't like be like I'd be like watch the Channel 10 News I'd be like oh, it's just Mel, Mel <laughs> of all the journalists in Melbourne you've gone to well, Mel Walden Mel Walden's the greatest <laughs> Mel. of this of this generation Mel Walden thank you thank you Mel. he's got nothing yeah so I mean these are the type of posts that got me excited um, there was the, cause you said that he was like putting on some weight. Anzac Day writes, I have a solution. We dedicate 10 to 15% of our interest changes to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was on board. I was on board. <laughs> and then in the Kirby thread, um, we got a, um, a, a great post from, uh, Bell Park, who's actually a Geelong supporter. And, um, they wrote something that got me pumped about Kirby, even more than I am. Uh, I reminded a few of you earlier in the year that this kid from Lake Boga who just moved to Melbourne. He's got, got down to work and you are now starting to see how good he can be. The club are all over where he's at and he will play when he's ready. But stop with the infer inferences that he is in any way lazy. You couldn't get a more humble kid and I'll guarantee you one thing. When he gets his chance in the ones, he won't be overall. He will be so dangerous and will show you a new she, level yeah. of tackling in the forward yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh look, I'm, I'm, I'm busting to see him. Back that 100%. Mm. God, we will love that. That mm. flare back in Collingwood. Yeah. Oh, the X Factor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, the other thing that I want to talk about is I want to start a new segment this week called <laughs> Saliba Stutters. <laughs> now this is a new weekly segment, um, that is about to start, now did anybody, uh, watch the injury update earlier in the week with, uh, Jack Walsh? Jeff Walsh? Yeah. Black you watch that? Um, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was for, um, it was for, um, minutes of, um, yeah, um, he looks was, like um, a deer in the headlights with the camera. <laughs> I know. It was, it was oh. crazy. The comments. Um, oh, so you didn't say anything as well. Yeah. It's like the comments. Thanks for letting us me know that you'll let me know next week. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, 
Does this club even know what an injury update is meant to say? Um, new drinking game. Every time he says, ah, do a shot. Um, this is painful to watch. Nothing better than an update about a possible update. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I just hope that Jeff Walsh isn't um, giving anybody medical advice at the club. Because, uh, breaking the news to the players. Um, yeah, exactly. Brent Reid, um, you're out for uh, Blackmore's amount of time. Uh, the whole thing was pathetic. And um, I want to bring it up with you guys. Like, it felt like an ad, to be honest. What do you guys think? Do you think, like, it was a particularly important... What do you say? It sounds like an, all, a lot of the media are out of that, you know, the, the recordings they do, it does sound like an ad. Yeah, Most of it sounds yeah. like an yeah. ad. It's bizarre. So, yeah, and it was a particularly important week for injuries. We got three big injuries. Goldsack, Elliot, and the other Wells. one, which was... Wells. Wells, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and um, they barely flashed the time frame on the screen as well. So, I've got three questions for you guys. Oh, they were for um, like half a second, weren't they? Yeah. 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 So, I'll shoot to you, Dom. <laughs> we're not sure. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, ask any further questions. <laughs> First of all, I want to ask, is it necessary? Secondly, should the club do it every Tuesday if they know nothing by that point, which they didn't? And third, are the club being honest? I have been beating on about this for a long time, about how the club reports their injuries. Um, sorry to bring this to a serious note, but... What Conley would do and have done over and over, year after year, is say two to three weeks when it's a six-week injury. Mm. Because they, they, it's almost like insulting the intelligence or the emotional intelligence of supporters. Mm-hmm. I would rather hear it's eight-week injury and they're back in six so we can go, holy shit, he's back sooner than inspected. Yes. Yeah. Then get drawn on every week for, oh, it's two or three weeks. Oh, no, it's, oh, no, wait a second, it's one to two. No, it's back to two to three. Oh, wait. Mm. Oh, he might be a test. Oh, no, no, wait, he's still... In the, you know, like, it's it's a constant, like, we're going to keep you in hope. False hope, false hope, false hope. We don't want anyone to get angry. We need them to show up to the game. Yeah. Let's keep yeah. lying. Keep but the show going. Is it for our benefit, or is it so that other sides can't prepare for, like, players being but in the side? what does that matter? Like, yeah. And they're always going to be able it, to... I don't know. They want to be. They always want to. They never want to give a, a definite answer to anything. So mm. it's two to three mm. weeks, or it's this. But like, my answer is: tell us that it's eight weeks when you think it might yeah. be six. Yeah. So when yeah. it is eight weeks, we can go. Yeah. Well, at least, yeah. That's at least I was spot on with That's that. Do you think it's necessary? These injury video updates. They have to. Yeah. Uh, I definitely do. Like. I definitely think well, that if they have no useful information to anybody. Well, if they don't have it, just say there's don't have it. Just there's always don't useful, bring it up. There's always useful information. It's whether or not they. Yeah, give how it. how do you go a whole week without having any updates? Exactly, like there's, there's got to be information. Video. I, mean, I guess we're on the internet, but you don't necessarily need a damn video where they just talk about their supplements. Like, yeah, you could yeah. just write it on the paper. I know, and they, they and did. Just, they had like, the, in the comments. They had a um, a link to the text and didn't have any arms or R's in that one. Easy to read that. Exactly. Uh, but I think, I mean, that's Blackmores are paying however many thousands of dollars yeah, exactly. to, to have yeah. their yeah. logo sprayed across Did the website every week. Did it make you feel like you wanted to buy Blackmores vitamins at all? No. No? I can't <laughs> afford Blackmores vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Do, you know Do you know anyone that's ever had a Blackmores vitamin? No. It's this no. mysterious thing that's supposed <laughs> to make you feel better. No I know the club is bloody doing it, obviously. <laughs> I know Swiss. I've heard of Swiss. <laughs> Okay, yeah, well, That's next week, hopefully, we get yeah. 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 Who are these people that are taking vitamins yeah. every day? <laughs> yeah. it honestly, sounds like magic pills. Like, you know, yeah, exactly, like, yeah. Like magic beans, even. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
If we oh. want to go through some social media comments, because Sleeps obviously didn't want to very much, but... <laughs> 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 you like how I run my segment? <laughs> yeah, it's so much opportunity with the umpire. He brought up another oh, segment. Yeah, please, <laughs> Bianca, bring some umpire segment. I've got um, this, yeah. Rob, not a Collingwood supporter, of e- not a supporter of either club, but the free kicks killed that game. Gave the Demons so many chances to ice the game. Pies weren't given a sniff of double sta- uh, of the ball, double standards with the umps. Um, that Levi Greenwood holding the ball decision was the most disgusting call I've ever seen in my life. What an absolute joke. Umpires, three votes. Hey. Um, mutual supporter here. Great game by both teams, but Collingwood were definitely playing with two t- against two teams today. Dad's a Melbourne fan, so I'm happy they won. Oh, that doesn't I matter. read that one. Yeah. But I'd be happy to punch in, pitch in for Bucks fine if he inevitably, inevitably speaks up about the deplorable umpire. Yeah. Which I'd too, be more than happy to have. Yeah. Well. He's yeah. too responsible. He's too adult. He is. He's too yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, should have just, he should have just got into the, the press conference and said what Clarko said. And then walked out. Yeah. <laughs> Five or 20 grand. Now, we go to the spiritual home of crime. Uh, where Collingwood's VFL team played this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. I was speaking to a guy this morning and he said, he's a Collingwood supporter, he's like, we used to go to Vic Park, we used to, you know, get into some fights. And I was like, what? Is that like um, that movie? Oh, what's the movie? Oh, Green Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just went there so that's interesting. The VFL wrap with the Bianca. VFL. The VFL. Look, we had another loss, unfortunately. 19-point loss to um, Casey guys, the... It was on TV though, so we, we all got to, to watch a little bit of the game, which was good. Finally. Who was the best? Um, who was the best? He wasn't, was he? I've got a, Did you a, see his hanger? No. He apparent, had a, apparent, had a Louis boy, apparently. We're talking Chris Main here? Hold on a minute. I've got a different opinion too about Main's game. I don't have any opinion. <laughs> 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 he was good. He was good. But... To me, it doesn't feel like he wants to play AFL. He didn't. He doesn't get any hard. Why wouldn't you when you're making five hundred grand yeah, a year exactly. to be in VFL? But that's the thing. Like he's got no. I just felt like he had no passion. Like there was a couple of times where he got dogs, and the entry into the forward line was was shit. He could yeah. have had at least two more goals. Yeah. But I didn't see him trying to get the ball once. Like he just he didn't have much effort. Is that because like he's he's like not he's like a bit disheartened? I think that his he's, spirit's been drained a little bit. Yeah. Possibly, so he's man. like, oh well, you know. Well, if he's played well, that's something. He did. He did. At least he's playing he well played in the well. second. He kicked, he kicked four goals. Yeah. Okay. Four goals? Yeah. Yeah. But he's just... I don't know. One of them was a uh, gimme though. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. least one of them. Yeah. Um, they all look, count. They all count Saliba. The, I, uh, Blair had 39 touches. 39 oh, no. touches. No. Blair played well. He, look, I watched that. He did. He played, well. he, he played He had 39 touches. He diced 30, 31 Jeez. of them were handballs. And... They were inefficient to say the least. It, it's, it doesn't make a huge impact so to the game. It's actually going to be a really good barometer if he comes back in off a 39-touch game or he stays out of the side. Because that yeah. will be the, the, the tipping point of his career. Of If he gets 39 mm. in the VFL and still doesn't get picked... I don't know, says something. We've got, we've got a lot of people coming back. We do. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, Dacos was great. Uh, I know that there was a guy on the, on the Big Footy forum jb1975 he had a few good good points dacos was great when he can develop some consistency over four quarters he'll make his way in yeah um our back line struggled missing shazberg langdon and his lordship done uh, <laughs> we struggled with clearances out of the back line yeah. big time um there was no defensive pressure and we, it caused countless turnovers which which definitely lost us the game just on dacos again he's got weapons man he's got weapons he, every time he went near the ball i had faith in him he, yeah. he's mm. he's a very smart player and he can kick he can, he kick. can kick he was really good yeah. um 
but it's the same thing that happened in the AFL, the overuse of handballs, and there's a lot of bullshit that yeah. it's like it causes the other team to... It causes... It sets players up for failure. Yeah. yeah. Um, just slow, low bullshit. But another... Another thing he said was Cox is a tease and I thought it was a perfect opportunity to call him a cock tease. <laughs> because his hands in the VFL are ten times better than what they are in the AFL. Yeah. He looks a lot more comfortable. Oh, um, they had taken him off at halftime and put oh, a jumper God. on him so he didn't play out the, the whole game but his two goals were pretty good. Um, Kirby had a, a big problem throughout the game and <laughs> he he just didn't handle it very well. He was tagged throughout the game. And oh, I got a real hard. He... Yeah. he, yeah. he mm-hmm. um, he the way he reacted wasn't appropriate. He was sort of starting fights and he he turned over the ball, he caused a fifty meter penalty which got him a, a goal in the end of the second quarter and it was they all went impressed with it. Harsh uh, on yeah. his game. He played a good first quarter. No no no, he, he played a great game. A I Him think and that, were part of the I think prime. that the problem was that he needed to be told that he's still having a positive impact on the game and I think because mm. he felt so crowded, he just probably thought that he wasn't giving as much as he could, but he, he still had a really positive How impact. How many goals did he keep? Two. Two. Two goals. Yeah. Um, I did hear another thing, hearsay of course, but apparently when he came off the ground from a friend that was standing about five metres or a couple of metres from the, the bench, that he came over and went to Rivers straight away and said that um, number six for, their, for yeah, Mal- yeah, yeah. Casey was being racist. And that's yeah. what caused the fights. But a, a thing that sort of pissed me off was <laughs> having to hear the last name Wiedemann in the Casey. Oh, yeah. Michael, his grandfather played 11 seasons for us. He was magnificent. His dad only played 28 games, so I wish that there was like a grandfather-grandson yeah, rule. Shit, because yeah. he's, the, he's the player we need. He was a strong-bodied forward and he He would be a perfect foil to Darcy Moore for the next us. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it was it was the same problems that we had in the AFL and it was, yeah. Uh, Josh, Josh Thomas didn't play. Josh, Keith Josh was Thomas. good, wasn't he? Keith was, Keith. sorry, was Keith good. was great. Keith mm. was my favourite player for the day. Ramsey, 28 disposals, killed it. And Josh Smith had 17 tackles. His pressure was really Who's low. Who's Josh Smith? Yeah. Uh, this, uh, what's his name? Smith? Smith. Oh, there was a young kid there, Smith. Does it spell like S-M-Y-T? No, it's, it's definitely just Smith. Smythe. Oh. <laughs> Are you trying to say Smythe? Because <laughs> <laughs> I see Smythe. It's Smythe, isn't yeah, it? I want, I want to look into this, but I, I swear about uh, on the ground, but he's, he's had 23 <laughs> touches and 17 tackles. His pressure was amazing. Okay. 17 tackles. Mystery man. Good on Smythe. Mystery man Smythe. Smythe. Good on Smythe. Now, I'm going to introduce a new segment. Now, in the vein of Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars, after an <laughs> angry game, after a frustrating loss... I want to come here and vent. This is my this is my outlet. Yes, please. Everyone goes to big footy. You yep. know, we're, we're venting. Cool. The yes. segment is I hate everything with Dom. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger. We're dealing with a lot of emotion, and uh, the game refreshed my hatred of Melbourne. Like I hadn't really hated Melbourne for a long time, but yesterday. Something about the way their fans responded online and the, the shit that I copped and sort of like, stuff you Melbourne, you've done nothing for 10 years <laughs> yep. and mm. yesterday is your, another grand final that they've won on Queen's yeah. birthday. Yep. yep. So I'm going to go around the table, I'm going to ask the group, which this is the team, that, obviously look, let's not include Carlton because obviously everyone hates Carlton traditional, mm-hmm. which team do you hate the most mm-hmm. in the AFL right now? North Melbourne. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And I also want something in football and in life that you just absolutely hate. I want this is going to be a venting hour for us all. 
Excellent. So we're going to start with Bianca. All right. I hate North Melbourne. They're pretenders and their coach is a sook. I hate his sooky face. It just pisses me off. Yeah. Um, mm, football positive. at the moment, Robbo is the biggest tosser I, I oh, think you could imagine. Agreed. Dude, I don't know if you guys heard on the radio this morning. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard on the radio this yeah, morning, yeah. but his half-ass apology to Fasolo was like, a, he took it as an opportunity to ask for to an ask interview. To ask for an interview. Even though he went to, he, he had emailed Eddie Maguire previously and said, um, do you think it's appropriate for me to ask for an interview? Eddie asked the, um, the, uh, medical, the medical staff, staff. Yeah. they suggested that it wasn't a good idea. He went to, back to Robo and said, um, you know, don't ask for an interview. It's not appropriate. I won't allow it. And he still did it. He mm. still did it. Yeah. Who do you think you are? But anyway, <laughs> I hate him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the long list. <laughs> I hate supporters who take a dig at the opposition when there's a win rather than praising their own side. Yeah, that's yep. something that pisses me off. All of mine are football, and I also hate St Kilda supporters when they're at the game because they call for every free kick that's not there. So, Leith, what do you hate? Well, um, I took a little bit different take on this. I also hate North Melbourne, and I hate Melbourne, and I hate Carlton. They're my most hated teams. Um, and so, what I thought about is. Why do I hate them so much? And then I sort of came back to the fact that why do I like being a Collingwood supporter? All right, so I've got a bunch of reasons why I like being a Collingwood supporter, and then why that manifests hate to other teams. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, Collingwood—it's always us against them. Um, Melbourne, North, and Carlton. Why would anyone hate them? They don't offend anybody. It's cool to go for Collingwood. You know what I mean? Mm. Stuff those teams. Um, <laughs> Pride now, jumper. Black and white stripes. That's it. The Hawks. North Melbourne Melbourne have white on the girls. They don't give a shit about their colours. What the hell? War tradition? They just do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We always play for premierships. Other players like Melbourne and North Melbourne play for individuals. Like, what's the point of your entire team wearing a Brent Harvey Guernsey? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or a Robert Murphy one for the Bulldogs? Like, yeah. we're, we're a fucking team. Like, we don't focus on individual. We make them the centre of a jumper. Like, it's, yeah. like, I read in the paper that it was always planned... Uh, uh, Paul Roo said to debut Jack Watts on Queen's birthday whether he earned it or not because he was the chosen one for Melbourne what a joke you are crap Melbourne (laughs) we would never do that it's all about merit Um, Melbourne uh, adopted a money ball strategy a while ago that's enough said I don't even even talk about that it makes no sense (laughs) Um, uh, when when the going gets tough we get tougher Collingwood backs against the wall like Roos have peace hearts like the kangaroos have peace us. All teams only show up once a year. Melbourne against us, the grand final, their grand final. We play with our hearts and our backs against the wall. In 2002, 2003, we had battlers in the side. <laughs> um, we play in the biggest game, so we celebrate actual big moments. We yeah. have Melbourne celebrating first quarter goals and stuff. I hate that. Yeah, teams... Jack Watts. Yeah, that yeah. celebration. Oh, oh, God. He won the grand final. Yeah. Well, he yeah, felt yeah, like God. he needed it. We take their, our, we, they take our duds and we turn their players into champs. Yep. Because people want to play for our jumper. We have the best facilities, and these other teams have no innovation. <laughs> Look, there's so much. There's so much. Um, but it's just pretty much uh, the rest of this is just about how much I hate the kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mikey? Um, I agree with everyone here so far. I absolutely <laughs> hate North Melbourne. There is a whole story there which I'm not going to go they into. Haven't, you, can I just, before you go on, North Melbourne have done nothing. Like, they're... Well, uh, Exactly. They've been failing for <laughs> 20 years. My hatred for North Melbourne isn't even footy related. It's a complete outside issue right, of why okay. I hate them. Is it like someone Kerry? that you know? Yeah, is someone, he... someone that I know who is a complete fuck. I <laughs> so I hate North Melbourne. Right, yeah. If I'm getting pissed off at anything outside of life, well, it's just traffic. 
It's got, it's got immense road rage. Absolutely yeah, no patience for it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, Louis. Um, look, I agree with the crew, man. I'm I hate North Melbourne. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, right? Woo! What the hell is going on? <laughs> um, but let me tell you the reason why. Now let me pull out this paragraph. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. no. It's um it's for a couple things. Lindsay fucking Thomas. Oh! Right, I know. I know he's not in the current side. Um, How good was it when Lindsay Thomas lost the game for them a few weeks ago? Yeah. It that was, was the best moment of my yeah. life. It was great. It was great. Um, and another reason why uh, it's just when they cut three of the um, veteran players, the senior players, at the end of the, the season. I think in the fashion they did it, it just shows. What kind of pretending people they are. Yeah, where's and, the culture? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. The culture makes me feel weird. And I don't yeah. like feeling weird. <laughs> right? So so I'm sorry, but I don't like you. And a little bit of a, a little bit of uh, St. Kilda hate as well. Uh, due to one individual who's one of my best mates, but I just can't I just don't like them. I just don't like them. And and my hate has gone a little bit um, higher for Melbourne because I simply nothing you. You mean nothing to us. <laughs> That's me. Well said. Right. For me, uh, my biggest hatred of the weekend is the holding the ball. Oh. Rule. Holding the ball for everyone. You get a hold in the ball. You get a hold in the ball. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets a hold in the ball. If you lay a tackle against Collingwood, yeah. it's holding the ball. Everything. No prior opportunity. Nothing. Every time there was a tackle... All Melbourne supporters had to do was yell, boo. Yep. And by the way, yep. they yelled it every fucking every, time. Every yeah. And every time it got yep. rewarded. Yes. If Collingwood could lay 100 tackles in a game and not get one holding the ball, and they laid 30 and got 30 holding the balls, yeah. it was beyond a joke and yeah. was the biggest farce of the week. The whole weekend of football was ruined yep. yeah. by the umpiring in the last two quarters of yes. that game. Yep. 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 The other thing I really hate is USB discs. I can never put it in properly the first time, and then I flip it around, and it doesn't go in the second time, and then I flip it in the third time, and then the fourth, and it's the fifth time, every time, yeah. on a USB disc. <laughs> it's lie. the fifth time that I had, oh, oh boy, yeah, that was the first right, yes. It's happened me a couple it's of times. It's horrible. Yeah. USB discs are horrible. They never go in properly. What club do you hate, though? I hate, with a special passion, Richmond. Because oh, really? Richmond are trying to be Collingwood, you know, like they've got their song, and they KB's on the radio talking down Collingwood every day, and they're trying to be this... They're trying to be... Con- Richmond are always trying to be Collingwood. Uh, you remember the Adam Trelaw fiasco from two or three oh, years ago? Yeah. When Trelaw chose Collingwood over Richmond and Richmond like, oh, you've chosen the wrong club. Fuck you, Richmond. He's chosen the right <laughs> He's club. Exactly the right, right club. He's at the best club in the country. He's at the biggest sporting club in the nation. Yeah. So Richmond. funny you say that. Because I've been like, oh, Richmond have gone the right track. Oh, fuck yeah. Richmond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Richmond, man. They're, and Melbourne. Our new hatred of Melbourne. Yeah. It's funny, but those, those teams like Melbourne, Richmond... You know, they, they want to knock us off, but they're not even on our level. Like, what are you on about? Exactly. Like, why? Yeah. Exactly. Like, the fans, I'm talking to the fans. Like, why are you even, like, showing us hate? Like, yeah. you beat us in a, in a regular season game. Bring it to the finals if you can make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right? <laughs> uh, and, and, and one more thing. And one, one, yes. one more thing. Jack Watts' celebration uh, when he kicked the, the winning goal. I was embarrassed for him. Um, I, the, I just thought the open-handed celebration... you. You can't do that. You say that for finals. He's about eight kicks for the what, whole day. Would you play like you've played like a you know a decent game out yeah, of like uh, out of your whole career? I don't know. You've had a, a decent season. Last season was your best. I don't know. I don't think you deserve that. Yeah, no, I completely agree. 
All right, talking about people who don't deserve things, Mikey. Hey. <laughs> right here. We're going to switch this week. Bianca's been doing the Who Am I? But this week it's Mikey's Who Am I? You stop following me? <laughs> who are you? The question is, who are you? Welcome one and all to the Who Am I? This week done by a real host. <laughs> <laughs> the host is with the most. Shots fired. <laughs> so um, I'll uh, head over the rules all for you again. I think you all know you get one guess each, so let's not waste it. I'll ask you a few questions. And um, if you're playing along at home, let's see how you go. <laughs> so, to it. I was born on the 5th of Jan in 1982, which would make me 35 years old. 35, okay. I debuted in the year 2000. I kicked 156 goals in 200 games. Hmm. Think I know. Keep going. In, okay. I was a vice captain in 2008. Go on. Go on. Uh, is it Tarkin Lockyer? It's not. Mm. It's Benny Johnson. It's not. Oh. Oh. Ooh. I've played for two clubs, Collingwood and the Suns. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Alright, this one's surely going to give it away. Dom and I know what it is. This yeah. one this one will go. All right. I was the number one pick in the 99 draft. 99 draft? The GOAT! <laughs> is it actually the GOAT? I am the GOAT! What? <laughs> Josh Fraser! Wait, he was a vice captain. In I 2008. Didn't know that. Apparently. Wow. Josh Fraser. Are we Josh talking Fraser. about Josh Fraser moment? What's your favourite Josh Fraser moment? Favourite or worst? I know what you're going to say. Four goals in the grand final, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. probably that was his best game. Or was it the prelim? No, no, no it was the grand final. He had a horrible final series and he just made it into the grand final. He was going to get dropped. Yeah. yeah, he was. And then he turned it on in the, in the grand final. Yeah, he was a key player. Yeah. You know, he was one of those guys, um, everyone has that fear now with, with Darcy Moore that they're going to kill him early, they're going to kill him early because that's what they did with Josh, Josh Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. They murdered him early. Yeah. Just Josh Fraser was a good player, but yeah. he, the thing is, he's looked about at negatively because um, Jolly, came, Jolly came in. Jolly came yeah. in, yeah. yeah. But something happened, <laughs> and you can edit this out because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on about this. This is a big moment for me in the prelim against Geelong. Um, he didn't play because he played in the um, oh. the Legends game, right? The Victoria oh, vs. Yeah. All Stars. Oh, yeah. well, he played in that state of origin and he injured his knee in the ruck yeah. and he couldn't play this Office final. So Chris Bryan played and Chris, and Chris Bryan, Bryan lined up for the goal. He was lying and he was lying. And, yeah. and yeah. Then, was my life. And right, catches the smother. Who catches the smother? They go on and kick the goal. And then the next week oh. they win the grand final against yeah. Port by 100 points because Josh Fraser didn't play. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, <laughs> Josh Fraser's dead to me like the rest of us. <laughs> so we're going to go to the wrap. Obviously, we've got the bye coming up, so there's no game this week. We've got quite a few blokes that need a rest. I think yep, Grundy yep. needs a rest, Pendles. Most of the midfield need a rest. Everyone yep. that's played 11 games in a row. 100%. Um, let's talk about the guys to come back. So we've got, I think we've got Barco to come Reed. back after the bye. Reed to come back after the bye. Um, Ali, it's going to be probably not. Maybe a week or two after. Probably a couple of weeks after. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gold sack. They're talking about the shoulder will be okay after the buy. Yep. Um, the question I have for you guys is: is who do you want to see in um, for the second half of the year? Like who hasn't been getting a go, or who who do you think can lift in the second half of the year that we haven't seen a lot of in the first half? I think we need to bring Ramsey in. I think for who. For who? Oh, probably Josh. Oh, Smith. Oh, Langdon. No. Or, no, Langdon. Obviously Langdon. Langdon. Yeah, yeah, no. I think Smith, uh, you, you probably keep him in. He had one bad game, but he's, he's been on the on the up for yeah. a while. Did enough good. I don't think it's it's time to drop him yet. Um, 
There's one answer. His name's Carl Kirby. Kirby! Kirby! <laughs> <laughs> Still got two weeks left of his band. <laughs> yeah. And the and the final question I have for the group, and it's probably the biggest one, is we're sitting at five and seven. Where does Nathan Buckley sit with with you guys? We talked about it. We've talked about it every week. Mm. We're at the bye now. We were at two and six um, a month ago, and you know the nights were out. It was just about over. I was over at halftime of the Hawthorne game. Mm. Um, and now there's a question. You know, we're the only team in the comp to have not lost a game by more than three or four goals. Yeah. And we've been in every single game. The bad kickings let us down. Some umpiring would let us down. Where does he sit at five or seven? At five and seven. And how many games are we still at finals and that's it? Or have the parameters changed? Yeah. I think he's, um, I actually think he's safe right now. We are playing really good footy. Yeah. Finals I, is still alive. Yeah. I disagree with you like all. That. Yeah? I yeah. I think his best win was against Fremantle. And yeah. yes, we played really well against Melbourne. But we can't keep doing this. I mean, how often are we going to... Mean, we always have like green purple patches in seasons. Yeah. Bad starts. I don't, I've been believing him it. lately though. Like He's been talking about... Um, Everyone's been pinpointing the, the, the point of improvement was the halfway through the Hawthorne match. And every time we talk to Buckley, he's saying that we started we started to take on the game a lot earlier than that. And we've started to improve a lot earlier than that. And we, we will continue to. And, and everyone's got passion. Everyone's starting to play for each other. And he even said on Footy Classified last night that he's done his best to improve as a coach and to imp- improve his relationships with the players. And I, I actually believe him. I have a lot more faith yeah. in him now than what I did at so the start So I think the, the problem that he's facing is they... The expectations weren't right for the group. Mm. So when I'm coming into the preseason, he's talking finals, the club's talking finals, everyone's talking finals, and I started to have a look at the list and believe as well. Mm. But this group is not like it's not a bona fide finals team. Finals is the that's bull crap. The, they've, they've, they haven't lost a game by twenty four points. Yeah, finals is the top mark. Points. Like there's guys that haven't. There's we have about a dozen guys that haven't played more than fifty AFL games. I would say next year finals is the absolute bare minimum. So but this you, year, this year I would put it at 10, 11, 12 wins so and maybe finals. you don't think that we're capable of getting to finals now, do you believe Buckley should stay? Uh, well, look, it depends on how the second half of the year goes. But if the second half of the year goes like the first, say if we go five and seven in the second half of the year, we finish with 10 wins. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've only, you know, look, we've only had maybe one blowout loss or mm-hmm. we've been brave the whole way. We've had some injuries. I think the club will create a narrative where it gets an extension for a year or two. Because you look at the list and like eighty percent of the work's done. Yeah. Just needs a, you need another <coughs> forward, you need another forward. backman, you need this, you need you know like it only needs yeah. a few fixes here and there. I saw a, I saw a comment online actually that said a, a final side would not have let a team come back from six goals down. Correct. Mm. I have and a really relevant post. Not... I've actually done my job for once. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Spruce Mooch writes um, Not to be too much of a downer But whilst Buckley is being highly praised For the team's turnaround these last four to six weeks It needs to be said that the reward of coaching extension On the back of beating three decidedly average teams in a row Is way over the top and premature We'd be better off waiting until the end of the year Or until we can't mathematically make finals Because we've had bursts like this every year under Bucks mm. Where it seems like we've turned it around Or at the least playing to our potential Only for it all come crashing down Due to some expect- unexpected losses Slash injuries or a combination I want to see how this team copes with these hurdles And how they perform after the bye For better or worse We usually come out a different team after the bye Let's continue to highly praise good performance And cr- critique the bad Let's not jump the gun either Completely yeah, agree 100% a, I'm not saying any decisions should I be made now that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. What was what you just said? But Bruce Moose. Yeah, I 
at the same time, I think, okay, right. We don't make finals. We get rid of Buckley. He's put together a mat, a really good list. Everyone knows the list is good. We get another coach. The possibilities of starting from square one and not playing that good and struggling to make the finals and losing games. What if that happens? What is everyone going to say then? Like that's where I'm going to be really pissed off. Is we get a, we get rid of a guy that was we nearly had it. We got the right formula. We're playing great football. We can play with the best teams, and then we cut him loose because we what we we scrape through the finals or we don't. Just make the finals. Scrape through for finals is, is fine for me. Buckley stays. Right, right. But ninth? Depending That's, on the win-loss, though, I think if we're ninth yeah. and just out on percentage, all right. We're, yeah. ninth, we're ninth, and you got to remember, this, this, this season is yeah. the most... It's, it's so different compared to any yeah. other season that we've had in the last five, ten years. Completely yeah. agree with that. Everyone's in it. You know what? He did the wrong thing by himself. <laughs> and put the, no one else yeah. at the club's talking finals. Yeah. He was the one that put yeah. that mess around his own neck at yep. talking finals and saying that's the expectations. He said that, yeah. Because the club should have been lowering expectation. Saying, look, we think we, we might be finals that. bound, but we're going to take it one week and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For his, like, if you put the, the tagline as finals, then it puts too much pressure. On him, it puts too no, much pressure on the group, no. and all of a sudden, every single we saw it the first half no, of the year. I, don't know about I think, that. You I think you're backpedaling because you like Buckley. I do. Oh, look, I wanted to see him stay, but yeah. oh, look, if, if things fall off, I'm not, I have no problems with him going either. He did. He did say after a press conference that he he did say that, you know, he did say that, you know, that was He's my own personal thing. That was my own yeah. personal yeah. thing. If it I is good to set a high benchmark, though. You don't just want to come in and be like, all right, boys, we'll just go for ten. Yeah, like, if you, you, do if you want really to set believe a good you can benchmark. make finals, and that's the benchmark. Maybe you want to hope that he can believe he can make yeah, finals. Yeah, 100%. I think we're winning more games than losses if we keep playing the way we're playing. That's a big call, but that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. All right. Um, what are we doing during the bye weekend? Like, there's no yeah, football. Yeah, all right. So next week, we're, we're having a special edition of Low IQ, No Teeth, where we... Uh, Talk about pretty much each player individually, and um, we'll talk about the ins and outs for the week week with Mikey. The Port Adelaide game. Yes. So it's going to be a little bit of a fun week. Absolutely. And uh, we'll have to have some beers at Dom's house without football. Right. Yeah. yeah. Looking cool. forward to some Dom's. golf. Nice. <laughs> I'm actually uh, busy. I can't hang out with you guys uh, outside of college. Really coming, I have, coming I have my own friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. Uh, hey. Cheerio.